Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Connection podcast. This is your host, Damodar Cordua, relationship coach, empowerment coach, yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so very much for some of your precious time. If you'd like to work with me as an individual, a dyad, as a couple, please reach out. Notice all the info in the show notes will point you in the direction of a first free 30-minute discovery session, wherein we can take some of the lessons of our podcast, some relational tools, some self-growth tools more deeply into the weave and weft of your unique experience, your unique journey in order to support you, in order to learn more about who you are within relationship to your own self and relationship to those most close to you, to your most important people in your life, and also to challenge you and push you to grow, to develop new tools, to reprint some of those pathways, some of those patterns to ones that are more empowering and allow you to live from your deepest authenticity and integrity. I would be so honored and so grateful to work with you today. Today's podcast episode is a solo podcast episode, and we are going to be talking about the theme of forgiveness. This is actually a segue from episode 59, which is on grief, loss, and finding meaning. This episode kind of came out of that process of that podcast episode. So I'm excited to share it with you. You might want to listen to that podcast episode number 59 as a corollary to this one, but otherwise let's dive in. Forgiveness, when navigated, is tricky. It is some tricky emotional and relational terrain. And like grief, which we talk, talked about in that previous episode, number 59, and getting over a loss, we are often pressured to move into forgiving before we are quite ready to. Before, just like grief, we have moved through our own internal process, which essentially has no exact timeline. But forgiveness is so interesting because on one hand, it is the realm of the spiritual. It brings us into the teachings of many spiritual luminaries who have showed us that to soften our heart with compassion, even for those who have wronged us, is a gateway into learning how to truly love. It's a gateway into learning that essentially we are love, that essentially we are all spirit. We are all united. From the yoga perspective, we might learn that the actions others do onto us does not actually affect or nullify our soulness or the other's soulness, which in essence unites us in one heart, regardless of the perceived wrongness towards us or someone else in this world. Beautiful and powerful. And if anyone here has moved through the full gamut of a forgiveness journey and moved into that space or even a taste of that space, we can understand how much it softens our heart and how much it builds resilience in the realm of compassion and love, loving ourselves and loving others. 
And on the other hand, spiritual perspectives can also overemphasize forgiveness in such a way that could, for some of us, bypass our own unique emotional process. These perspectives may pressure us to forgive before we are actually ready, making our forgiveness more superficial than we realize, or making our forgiveness a product of guilt more than our capacity to love. Tune into yourself. Has that ever happened to you? Maybe someone in your life, maybe coming from a stronger religious background, has asked you to just, just forgive them. Why don't you forgive them? It's time to forgive them. And as sincere and caring as those words or those encouragements might be, tune into what that brought up or brings up for you. Because herein lies the delicate dance between our aspirations to open up our hearts to a spiritual life, to spiritual practice, to loving others more deeply, like essentially, and the very real and embodied experience of how forgiveness necessitates, as I said, its own timeline. In today's podcast, my goal is to give you, the listener, some balance and life-giving ways to navigate forgiveness in your life and in your relationships. In the process of trying to forgive and moving on, sometimes we relegate the trespasses and those who have trespassed against us into the dark realms of our consciousness without ever really letting them go. Sometimes, even if we have said to ourselves that we have, quote unquote, forgiven the other person, pay attention here. If at any time you think of the person or experience and still somewhere inside of yourself feel negative emotions coursing through your body, an activation, this is a sign that it is still a charged memory, that it's maybe still living in your body, let alone your consciousness. What this charge is telling you is that the person still has a certain hold or power over you, or the situation, the trauma has a certain hold or power over you. And you are being asked to honor that, at least see that, respect that. Without you consciously knowing it, this person or the situation is most likely still influencing your present reality. Forgiveness isn't just about making peace with this past, and it's not just about the other person. Forgiveness is also about self-empowerment. It is about taking back our power and no longer giving energy to someone who doesn't deserve a seat at our table rent-free. It's about clearing out anything that weighs us down and creating room in our consciousness and body and mind for something or someone much more worthy. When noticing these sorts of unresolved relationships or situations in your history, can you move first into healing without needing anything from that other person? You can start to forgive without needing to reach out to that ex, to that family member, friend, whoever, to get answers, to explain yourself, to even forgive them, or to dredge up the past. Only approach people from your past if there is truly a clear opening for this to happen, and it feels aligned to do so. Letting go, again, isn't only for them, but it's also for you. And that's the first step that I will encourage you to move into in a forgiveness process and practice. Forgiveness is the pathway towards our internal freedom. It allows us to free ourselves and the other person and widens our capacity to open our hearts to love 
instead of shutting them down. Some things, some people may feel unforgivable for a long time or for the rest of our lives even. And you know what? That is okay. As long as we are here trying, right? We're here in this process of healing, in a process of forgiving. It's still okay if we don't get there. Even if some people or religious ideals say otherwise, it is all right to move through intense anger for an extended period of time. It's all right. It's, it's, it's good. It's okay to seek justice. It's understandable. It's okay if we can't seem to let it go. And it is right to remove someone's energy from your life, even forever, when they have caused you much harm. You have no responsibility to heal them with your love or save them from their pain, right? That is their work to do. Sometimes we might feel that. If I forgive them, I allow them to move on in this journey. I'm of assistance to helping save them from their shit, so to speak. And sometimes that's just not possible, right? And sometimes that responsibility that we are there to help them or heal them is not going to be nourishing within your own journey of forgiveness. From this acknowledgement, you may be able to start to actually move into some of the steps of forgiveness, one being acceptance. When we can fully feel and acknowledge what happened wasn't okay, we can stand for that while at the same time choosing to let in new possibility, we are starting to shift the energy of our hurt and move towards greater forgiveness, the possibility of forgiveness. So just to highlight a few things about what forgiveness could and also could not mean for you in your life. Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to allow the person back into your life. Forgiveness doesn't mean they get a second chance or a third or fourth chance or any chance. Forgiveness doesn't mean what they did was okay and now they are forgiven and they are no longer responsible. Forgiveness doesn't have to mean you need to minimize the harmful accident or bypass it, spiritually bypass it, or write it off or minimize it. I already said minimize. You get it. Forgiveness does not mean you're not entitled to your feelings about what happened. So we shouldn't be shamed for our feelings when being pressured to forgive. And this happens a lot, especially for those maybe coming from some religious, certain religious backgrounds. And forgiveness doesn't mean that we are entitled to the roller coaster of emotions that may continue long, long, long into the future, longer than we might imagine. We can't bypass them out of our body. It may take time. And so I invite you to bring in the people and the resources and the support to help you in that journey. Okay. Now, forgiveness does mean in a positive sense, you accept what has happened cannot be changed. You are validated in your feelings and you are ready to feel differently. You are ready to release yourself from replaying the event in your mind and your nervous system over and over again. So that stuff is, that's deep work that we're finally ready to, and, and we've done the work that can allow us to release that charge in ourselves. We can't just bypass that, as I've already said. Forgiveness can also mean you no longer want to give the other person power over you by holding the anger, fear, or other negative emotions in your body. Again, you no longer want to give the other person power over you by holding on to the anger, fear, or other negative emotions in your body. You do not have to forgive or let go before you are ready. Please, let, please know that. Please hear that. 
Just like grief, the process of forgiveness can take a lot of time. It has its own timeline. You are fully permitted to feel whatever it is that is present with you right now. In fact, you have to, to move through it. You have to. This is a big theme of the podcast is that we can't move forward if we are not present with what is. We can't. It's literally impossible. Make space for your anger. Make space to let go. Make space for your rage if you need to, your sadness. Validate those emotions within yourself or have another, like a therapist or a coach, help validate them for you or a good friend who can understand this. You may even have competing emotions, right? For years, anger mixed with a sincere desire to forgive and love. And that is okay. Don't feel guilt for this. Feel pressure to hurry up and forgive or make a nuanced palette of your emotions a monochrome. That's bypassing. That's cheating the forgiveness process. And also like grief, it is in being with our feelings, as I just said, that we can move through them to the other side of new possibility and freedom. If you're looking to dive deep into your possibility for 2023, if you are looking to remove some of the roadblocks that are coming up for you in your life right now, that you're starting to take notice of, if it's in your purpose, within your career, within your relationships, within your most intimate relationships, or your relationship to your own self, take the time today to reach out to me for your first free 30-minute coaching session, and we can dive in, or at least dip on in, into the possibility of what's next for you so that you can make 2023 and beyond a space of deeper healing, deeper empowerment, deeper self-discovery, deeper self-awareness. And if you're in relationship, much deeper potential and possibility, connecting, loving, building something strong with your most loved ones. Let go slowly, forgive with intention and be present to what is. Find the support that can allow you to do so because it can be really hard, really difficult, just like grief. It can be so, so intense. So find that support. Stand for that support. Let go with self-love, self-compassion, and care. Connect to the deep spiritual desire to let go and love both yourself and the other person, even as you may simultaneously experience judgment, anger, or even hatred. Dance in the space with others who can validate your experience, encourage your highest self without rushing your forgiveness process. Forgiveness is a ceremony and a journey. Bring and accept all of this journey's elements as confronting as they are into your awareness for they are all okay. They are all correct. The all of the journey will lead to more options more possibility for you to love and more opportunities to soften your heart and empower your life. Here is one last forgiveness ritual for you to bring into your time of forgiving. A way to support your forgiveness process. This practice is for you. Do not share it or send it to the person or situation with various people that you are working to forgive or create forgiveness around. All right. So let's maybe take some time out of your day. If you're in the car or if you're moving, um, save this for a time when you can ground and go into a place that's safe externally and supportive. And then a space internally within your own self. And we're going to write down a list of anyone that you 
are still harboring anger, resentment, or unresolved feelings towards. Now, this can be confronting and challenging, right? Bringing up these people, these relationships back into our consciousness and even noticing maybe when we bring them up, how the nervous system, how the body responds. There's so much wisdom in paying attention and holding space for that response, seeing how charged that memory is. So if you try it and it's too much, like you feel in your body, you feel in your own inner wisdom that you're not ready to go there. That's okay. In it for another time and come back to it or move into it with the help and assistance of a coach, perhaps someone like myself or a therapist. If you are ready to move forward, ask yourself, is there anyone who hurt you or is currently hurting you that you may be carrying in your mind, body, and in your heart? Is there a memory or someone who gives you a charged feeling that still, as you sit with it right now, still holds power over you? Next, choose one person or situation to focus on and write a letter to this person. Now, this is not a letter that you're sending them. This is a letter for your own self. First, say everything and anything you wanted and needed to say to them. Don't hold back. Even if there's rage, even if there's anger, even if there's hatred, get as real as you can. Notice that you may find in the letter a mix of emotions, perhaps intense anger and sadness, both love and hate. Betrayal or hurt stings most when we have opened our hearts to someone else, like a lover, family member, or friend, and that love was taken for, granted, or taken advantage of. Okay, so there could be a lot of conflicting emotions here because of this wound, and it's your opportunity to learn to see all those emotions, learn to see both emotions that may be happening at the same time. Write all the things you wanted or expected from them and all the ways that they let you down. And then try expanding on these sentences, and this will help you dig deeper. And so these are some ways that you can expand upon what you've already started. And you'll finish these sentences. These are prompts for you to go deeper. I am angry at you because dot, dot, dot. I hate you because I love you and care for you because I resent you because I miss you because dot, dot, dot. You get it. You could use any feeling that comes up in the exercise we just did and then say because to create some meaning around where the feeling is coming from. And then furthermore, some other prompts. Something I want or wanted from you is. Something I am afraid of is. Something I want to say to you is. The role I played in the relationship was. I take accountability. Something I blame you is. Dot, dot, dot. Something I may take full responsibility for is. And then finally, I'm ready to accept dot, 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 I can forgive myself for, I'm ready to release you from, and finally, forgiving you at this moment looks like this. When you feel ready, when you feel complete after this exercise, instead of sending the letter or sharing it, you can burn it as a letting go ceremony. And finally, you can do this numerous times, as many times as you need with this situation. 
right? Because we might need to go back to it if we feel like we're resourced to and see how much charge it still has if there is a lot of charge or if it's been more or less cleared. Sometimes it will never be cleared, right? It's going to be just a part of us in this lifetime, in this journey. But once you do feel some of that energetic sense of acceptance and letting go and clearing, like the, that charge, like I said, is gone or it's pretty faint, you can navigate into an exercise I share with my clients called the 180, something I learned from a teacher of mine. I'm just going to talk about it briefly. If you want to get deeper into the 180 exercise, you can reach out to me and we can work one-on-one -on -one together during this time in your life, this time in your journey. But generally put, this allows us, this exercise allows us to see how we learned and grew from the experience that we're trying to forgive and how this person in the situation was actually needed for us to grow and evolve. And we can learn, actually learn to love it fully. Now, this part in the process can't be shortcutted into or moved into like super quickly, right? We can't bypass the forgiveness process, but it can be a really helpful way to start to make greater meaning in our lives and really see how the situation was not done to us, but for us in some profound way, right? But we can't just say that right? That's the issue, which is saying, well, that, that was for you. It wasn't done to you. It was done for you. It's easy to just say it, but this is a way we really want to reckon with it. So if you feel ready, start to move into the process. How did I learn from this? And what is the fantasy that I have around it never happening? And what would have happened if it never happened to me? What would I have lost? What have I gained from this experience in my life, this difficulty, this hurt, this can be a very, very empowering part of the forgiveness process. All right. Speaking of empowering, I feel inspired to be here and lend some tools and tips and frameworks for you so that your life, your relationships, your connection to others and yourself can become more empowered. If you feel the same, if you're appreciating some of the podcasts and you gain value from it, please share your favorite episode. Give us a five-star rating and some encouraging and appreciative words of review. And as always, I'm here for you. I'm here to be in your corner, to be supportive and to challenge you to grow and connect to your authentic self even in the nuance and rockiness and ups and downs of our connections uh, with others in this world that we're speaking of today. So thank you again. I'm looking forward to being with you here on the next episode. Take one part of this episode, maybe that final forgiveness ceremony, or take the full episode, listen to it again and again, and move through this practice ongoingly if you're in a forgiveness space right now. Right really come back to it over and over again and see how it can connect you deeper to yourself, to others, even in disconnection and to something greater. Much love. Peace.